From America to Zambia, good day. This is Jeff and you're listening to Business Class. In this podcast, I will talk about a classic and timeless essay written by Peter Drucker. I've been slacking off lately on my podcast script because I've been busy with work and too tired at the end of the day. So I just chose to play some computer games instead. I've been itching to write a podcast script for the past 10 days, but I can't find any inspiration. Good thing I picked up Peter Drucker's book and read an article, Lessons from the First Technological Revolution, and this essay inspired me to write this podcast. The essay brings us back to the time of the first innovation, the irrigation system, which happened around 6,000 years ago in Egypt. Beyond the story of irrigation civilization, the important lessons are the products and impacts of innovation to humanity and society. According to Drucker, this irrigation innovation has changed the way man live. From being a hunter who goes around to a man who found and stayed in his place, as food is already near. This innovation to be sustainable needed a government, so it created one. To protect, inform, and keep peace, it resulted to the creation of armies, teachers, and a system of law. Hence, a society. Finally, finally, innovation paid attention to the individual beyond his tribe, as poets, artisans, crafters emerged. In the words of Peter Drucker, and I quote, All its institutions were responses to opportunities and challenges that new technology offered. And its institutions were essentially aimed at making the new technology more productive. End of quote. But I think the most important lesson here is his observation that these institutions, policies, and other creations born out of innovation are largely within human control. This means that we have a big task in all these. And I quote, We face the biggest task of them all, the task of ensuring that the new institutions embody the values we believe in aspire to the human purpose we consider right, and serve human freedom, human dignity, and human ends. End of quote. I would like to stress that institutions need to embody the values we believe in. He ended by saying that innovation neither means good nor bad, but means more work and responsibility. In other words, everything is in our hands. Everything he wrote 70 years ago is something we are familiar with as we are still amid a technological revolution, one that is continuous and will forever take. At this moment, we are moving towards the age of artificial intelligence from the age of information. We can now see science fiction becoming reality with more robots and even cashierless stores. With these, surely new institutions will rise. If we go back a few years ago, we will not understand what cybercrime department is or what they do. But because of the things that are happening in the virtual world, social media, internet, online payment, such a department has become a need. Given the social media and internet revolution, we can also observe how human social roles in society are changing or have changed. Today, to be a good citizen no longer means someone who works and pays taxes, but also someone who calls out injustices, 
meaning to be an activist for change. Another example is the role of teachers, who today have become more of a facilitator than a teacher of morals and ethics because of the subjective culture. Peter Krift writes about this observation in his book, Back to Virtus. I don't want to sound so gloomy, but I just want to show how innovation can affect human dignity from the perspective of Drucker. Drucker, in the same essay, mentions something about humans being alienated. Well, to be alienated is to be isolated and this is one of the negative effects of innovation. Yes, as we move forward, there will be changes and collateral damages. The question is, what about those who will be alienated? This reminds me of how Dostoevsky describes people who have been alienated. It is not that they are dead or inexistent, but they are those who are deformed in society. Such profound words from the great writer. Yes, there will be those who will be alienated because of innovation, those who will lose their jobs because of robots and machines. They will be deformed as they can no longer function or express themselves through a task that has become obsolete. Do not despair as there is a hint of hope. As Drucker mentioned, it is in our hands to create the purpose of innovation. If we follow his recommendations, then the purpose of innovation is to serve not the majority but the common good. This means that the purpose is founded on the principles of common good and human dignity. Suddenly, this reminds me of that Bill Gates quote, that it is the person's fault to die poor. Well, I want to stop and think about it. There are people who die poor because of the lack of opportunities brought about by the environment, and it is not their fault. Think of those in the deserts of Africa or those in poor and war-torn countries. That quote may be more applicable to someone privileged, but not to someone who are not shielded from the effects of their economic environment. So, in relation to those who will be alienated, the institutions should also see to it that these people maintain their dignity. Anyway, the point of this podcast really is to show the lessons and impacts of innovation in our society. We learned that innovation creates institutions, systems, and roles to get the most out of it. And these creations developed out of innovation are still within human control, that it is our task to make sure they serve human needs and not the other way around. The question now is this, are the technological innovations of today serve humans or enslave humans? <music>